What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the NFL Universe. I'm joined with Max today. What's up, guys? And, uh, you know, we kind of took last week off because there wasn't really any football except that boring Pro Bowl, which I'll get out of the way. We're not covering that. No. Pro Bowl needs to be abolished. I mean, that was terrible. <laughs> it's comical. Two-hand touch. I mean, what are we doing? Like, I, I just think back to Sean Taylor. And everyone knows that play where it was like a, a kicker punt or whatever he was running up the sideline. Short Taylor comes out of nowhere and blasts him into action. That, that's that's entertaining. But whatever this is, it's like it's not. It's less than two hand touch. It's breathe like near him. It's bad. Um, that being said, we're going to cover the AFC NFC championships and then have our Super Bowl predictions. Uh, going to be a nice short, quick point episode. It's going to be really good. So uh, buckle up, join the ride. So. First game we had uh, last few weeks ago now, last week, uh, was the AFC Championship. We had the Chiefs and the Bengals. The Bengals won this one 27 to 24 in overtime. And one of the one of the games that I have to say just makes absolutely no sense on multiple levels. Um, running through the stats real quick. Joe Burrow, 250 yards. Two touchdowns, one interception in this game. Joe Mixon had 88 yards on 21 carries. T. Higgins had 103 yards. And then Jamar Chase had 54 yards and touchdown. Uh, Uzma went down with an injury, but he will be back for the Super Bowl. Um, just a slight ankle injury in this game. Uh, Eli Apple had six tackles and assisted tackle, which is pretty solid. Von Bell had an interception in this game. Hubbard had two sacks, a uh, sack and a half for Hendrickson. Uh, and then going over the Chiefs side of things, we had Holmes, 275 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, McKinnon with 65 yards uh, rushing, and then Hilaire had 36 yards rushing. Uh, Travis Kelsey had 95 yards in a touchdown. Harvey Phillips 78 yards in a touchdown. Hardman had 52 yards in a touchdown. So defensively, eight tackles for Sneed, which was solid, and an interception. He was the highlight of their defense. Um, other than that, you had a sack from Melvin Ingram, who had a pretty fantastic game, even though he had one sack. Uh, I think what he did stood out a lot more than what was on the board during this game. That being said, that covers our uh, – that covers the statistics. But looking at this game, I, I don't know how the Bengals came out on top of this one. Uh, you know, the Chiefs, the Chiefs were leading pretty big up uh, either through the first half, very in control of the game, uh, playing pretty well, you know, pretty standard Chiefs football, what you would expect. Uh, and then at halftime, they go for that two-point conversion after scoring a touchdown. Um, I mean, it's rather that they, they try to go for the touchdown rather than kicking a field goal, and they they blow it. Uh, Patrick Holmes trying to get greedy, down to Tyreek really Hill, and, and the game kind of turned from there. The Bengals dominated the second half of football, and it was history all she wrote. Um, you know, looking back into the, the end towards the game, right? The beginning towards the game was the complete Chiefs blowout. Not much to talk there. It was the Chiefs being a better team than the Bengals. However, that second half into overtime is where all the conversation needs to be had. Joe Burrow played exactly how Tom Brady would play a football game. He played the game to make less mistakes than you. Didn't do anything overly flashy. Had good, good decision, good decision making, good ball placement, and, and slowly grinded away at, at that Chiefs lead. And the Chiefs, on the other hand, made a ton of mistakes. Patrick Mahomes was, was forcing balls, and, you know, he wound up throwing two interceptions, um, especially when they got into overtime. Uh, when you, you saw that, he, I, I, that, that play at the end of overtime, when he tried to force that ball to Tyree Kill, I just – I know it was like third – was it like third and ten at that point, and they were trying to pick up the first. They had, to get, they had to get it for sure. They had to get it, but I just don't understand why we're trying to slide it into coverage and overtime like that. You have – you know, in my opinion, you got third and ten on that, on that drive, you know, dump one off to, to Travis Kelsey, have a draw, pick up five yards, make it fourth and five. You know, the Chiefs will probably get it. There's a lot to cover there. Rather than just trying to hit a, a like a, was it like a deep corner route in between a safety and, and a corner. And yeah. obviously the ball bounced off of Tyreek and, and the corner picked it. 
And that was kind of all she wrote. The Bengals grinded it out into uh, the field goal range and the field goal to win. And it just, you know, the Chiefs lost this game by slowly making mistakes. And it was honestly, majority of it was their offense. You know, their defense didn't yeah. hold up, didn't hold up, didn't hold up throughout the game in terms of late. But, you know, they were put in positions where they had to make a ton of plays because of the Chiefs' mistakes on offense. Uh, again, Aaron throws, forcing throws. Mahomes kind of broke down towards the end of the game. And it's, I haven't really seen Mahomes break down like that ever, besides maybe last year's Super Bowl. And why he broke down is honestly something I can't pinpoint because it's not like this Bengals defense was constantly pressuring him, pressuring him, putting him into these manic states. Like, again, going back to last year's Super Bowl where Mahomes was running around trying to make a million and five plays, he was just making unerring passes. It's just decisions are just big question marks to me. Max? I really do think that decision to go for it at the end of the first half really made a big difference. And it was it was so mind-boggling. Like, you don't need to do that there. You're up 21-10, go up two scores. You receive the ball. When you start the second half, you can keep your momentum there. But once that happened, they just lost it. And, like, it, it, it's weird to say, like, one decision really can impact the outcome of the game. But I really think at that point, it really did derail the, whatever momentum the Chiefs had. And, like, let's just be honest. They sold in that, in that second half hard. They sold big time. I, I agree. I'd never seen Mahomes like that before, but, and it, it basically went back, we were saying all year, like the reason they probably threw that pass to Tyreek Hill in overtime is because that's the thing they can do when things aren't going their way. They, all they really can do is hit the deep ball and they tried it there and it wasn't successful, of course. Mm, so my question being is, I don't know the answer to this. What do the Chiefs need to do to get back to Super Bowl next year? Differently. Uh, I, I do think that when having, having, they have, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, but outside of that, their pass catches aren't the best. They, they had a good run games in that game, so you can't really say much about yeah. that there. And the run game was lacking all year. And I, better I, I, as the year went on, too, they, although they do need a right tackle. Yeah. But one thing to think about also is I'm pretty sure Mahomes' contract, like his extension does kick in next year. Am I mm-hmm. wrong there? Am I yeah, right? I, I believe it does. And so that's, that's going to take – that could take a toll on the rest of their roster, too. And they also Never. need defense, too, because, I mean – as I mean, their defense is they kept them in that game, I guess, but like it's nothing special. Mm-hmm. And Mahomes signed the biggest contract extension in NFL history. It's going to eat at the cap, you know. It's it's definitely going to eat at the cap. And starting we, next and we year. saw this year, he cannot do it on his on his own. Yeah, I, I don't know where the Chiefs go from here. I mean, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. I wish I had an answer as to why the true answer as to why the Chiefs really fell apart in that second half. Mm-hmm. And then my second question is, how the hell are the Bengals in the Super Bowl? Let's just cover that real quick before we move on. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just think Burrow and Jamar Chase are that special. I mean, I, no doubt about it. I think Burrow's special in terms of he's a great decision maker. He's not he's not the flashy quarterback. He's not going to make the sidearm, no-look throws that Holmes could do. But again, he's going to be a Tom Brady where he's making good decisions and getting his team into winning positions. And, you know, it's kind of crazy to me because looking at this Bengals defense, the fact they're in the Super Bowl between, like, Hubbard and Hendrickson are your best pass rushers. Solid players, nothing spectacular. Your 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 best your best your best linebackers. I can't even name the linebacker for to be honest with you. I don't I don't know them off the top of my head. I don't think I don't know. Um, you know, Von Bell, Von Bell, Eli Apple are not great. They've been okay during the playoffs, and then you got you know, and then obviously Jesse Bates though. Jesse Bates is fantastic, no doubt about it. And that's yeah, that's the only highlighted player I can really think about on the defense. And then offensively, mix in Higgins, um. No offensive line. Burrow and and Jamar Chase, and then Uzma's been pretty solid too. Zero offensive line. Can hardly name anybody on that offensive line. So it's just Can't. the Bengals kind of scheme through, and they just 
they made less mistakes. They didn't and they didn't do anything spectacular. They didn't play overly well in any of these games in the playoffs. They just made less mistakes than the other teams that they played so far. And and now they're in now they're in the Super Bowl. Um, it's just it's just absolutely crazy to think um, that that happened to me. And you know, here they are. You know, second year quarterback Joe Burrow um, takes the awful Bengals, and everyone predicted they were probably going to finish last in the division this year. They're in the Super Bowl. Um, just goes to show you, it's one of the craziest years in NFL history, which me and Max were talking about it over the week. And it's just, you know, it's just one of the, you know, t- tips of the cab icing on the cake here. It- it's incredible. And I-, I can't wait to talk about the Super Bowl moving forward. But um, before we do that, uh, I just want to cover the two games. Uh, that was the game before that, rather. Uh, Rams and 49ers, NFC Championship. What a fantastic game here. I mean, all, all the games in the playoffs so far have been like three-point win by a field goal type of games. And it's been an absolutely fantastic playoffs. I mean, I have no complaints about the playoffs so far. Um, that being said, Rams win this one 22-17. Um, you know, the, I think the 49ers have been like 5-0 and in the past, like, three years against the Rams. You know, uh, pretty much Kyle Shanahan has pretty much had the Rams in, in Sean McVay's number. Um, and I think the perfect matchup for it. 49ers are a difficult matchup because of the things that they present in terms of Debo Samuel's so versatile. Um, their defensive line is good. Um, and their secondary, you know, linebacker core is pretty good, obviously. Um, so, you know, it's an interesting combination of players that they have that makes it a tough team to beat. But they're not an overly winning team, especially with Jimmy Garoppolo, which we'll get to after. But that being said, Rams win this one 22-17. Going through the stats, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't have an awful game in this one, but 232 yards, and, you know, statistically-wise, we'll get back to what he did later. Um, two touchdowns, one reception. Debo Samuel had 26 yards rushing. Elijah Mitchell had 20 yards rushing. Uh, Debo Samuel also had 72 yards receiving and a touchdown. Brandon Ayuk had 69 yards. Uh, Mitchell had 50 yards receiving, as well as Kittle had 27 yards and a touchdown. Um, Warner had seven tackles. Thomas had 10 tackles. You had an interception by Ward. You had a sack and a half by uh, Bosa, half sack by Abukum. I've never heard of him before. Probably butchered the hell out of that name. Um, and then Rams, we have Stafford, 337 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Um, Cam Akers, 48 yards rushing. Cooper Cup, 142 yards and two touchdowns. Beckham had 113 yards. Um, and then beyond that, uh, Bland had 57 yards. And then defense-wise, uh, looking through the stats here, it was an interception by Howard. I remember that one. Um, obviously, it was the biggest one, and that was kind of it there. Um, and they had no sacks on the 49ers during this game. So that being said, going through this game, the 49ers have a very good offensive line. That is, that is the key. They play as a team, and that is the key to this team, right? They run the ball with efficiency. They don't take sacks when they do throw the ball. Um, and, and I think any any quarterback, I think with, with weapons in the 49ers have kind of developed their offensive line, would be fantastic in this situation and be able to ex- succeed with it. Jimmy Garoppolo is not that guy. He, he, he Not only can he not do anything spectacular, he can't do the basics in terms of decision-making. I mean, he, th- he threw exactly. that, that last, like, flip-up play where he threw an interception. Yeah. The only reason they didn't get sacked, by the way. I, I, you got to take the sack there. I mean – Given was that play horrible? No, it wasn't 100 his fault. He did get to the he did. It was a running back. I forget who it was. Um, Still doesn't matter. Like he hit him in the hand, bounce off, off of that ball. Pick yeah, exactly. So you got to take a sack there again. Jimmy Garoppolo's decision making. They're moving on to Trey Lance. No doubt about it. Where will Jimmy Garoppolo be after the season? I don't know. I don't know if any team's going to want him because he has a huge contract. That's what I was wondering too. Yeah, he, he, and everyone's like, oh, they're going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Where's he going to go? Who's going to want Jimmy Garoppolo? He's getting paid, you know, top 10 quarterback money. It is, it is only one more year, right? <laughs> yeah. So he might – the 49ers may have to eat that year and, or release no him. Trade to, any, no one's going to trade a first round or anything significant. Yeah. So I think either they're going to have to release him and try to work out the contract so they save a little bit of money or they're going to 
have to eat the contract just say we have an expensive backup for a year i mean because i don't think yeah. you're able to trade him for any for anything worth of value maybe they are working together to find a trade partner but again who's going to take on that deal I mean, yeah, there, I mean, there are a few teams maybe but like and i personally i'd rather have jimmy garoppolo than again with considering the talent and the money's getting paid I'd rather have jimmy garoppolo than like a fifth a set of fifth round picks yeah that uh, so it's just uh you know, Fortnite might be better off holding on to him or working out some contracts, contract situation. Um, it really depends. We got to see what they do. But again, if they do find a trade partner for a set of fifth round picks, that does offload the salary. So that, that would be optimal for the 49ers. So it's going to, it's going to be a, a complicated contract, you know, situation around his contract. It's going to be able to move him or not. Um, that being said, 49ers, again, really interesting matchup. Debo Samuel is a fantastic player and this 49ers team is going to be pretty solid moving forward. You know, I, I think they have a, they have a good couple of pieces and, I think as, as they fill in pieces where they need it, they're going to be pretty good again. Nick Bosa is really good. Debo Samuel is really good. They have a couple superstars. On offensive I, I think they're one quarterback away. Uh, I, I don't doubt it, obviously, because I think if you address that secondary, right, which I think the secondary is kind of weak for the 49ers, you address that secondary, and then maybe you fill a piece on the offensive line, maybe pick up an extra receiver, whatever it is. Most importantly, quarterback, number one, number one piece, yeah. quarterback, and then secondary. I'd say those are your number, number one and number two fixes that you need for the 49ers team. You know, they, they beat the Packers and they almost beat the Rams here and wins the Super Bowl. So, again, they're one quarterback away from one special quarterback away, you know, one Rams trade for Matt Stafford away from being in the Super Bowl. I definitely agree with you. Um, and then looking on the Rams side of things, right, the the Rams, I think, are the best team coming into the season. Uh, not coming into the season because I doubted them coming into the season. However, about halfway through the season, I think they, they kind of fell off. They hit a cold slump. But, they, again, day in and day out, they're still the best team in, in the league this season. Matt Stafford was the perfect trade for them, obviously. He, he, Jared Goff was, was similar to that Jimmy Garoppolo role, where he's obviously better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Don't get me wrong, I think. But a guy that's not going to put your team above him and beyond else, he's not going to be that leader that really gets you over the hump. Matt Stafford, I think, is that guy. Uh, he, he's he's yeah. been fantastic. Uh, whether he, you know, he's running the ball, pick a first down, even on that end, he's been pretty good. Decision making is fantastic. Ball placement is fantastic. Leadership is fantastic. Everything you want in a quarterback. Cam Akers has been a really good runner of the football since he's returned from his ACL injury. Sonny Michelle's been pretty solid. Cooper Cup's been absolutely fantastic, obviously. Odell Beckham's been the most – I think he's the PFF-rated number one receiver in the playoffs, if I remember correctly. I saw a statistic on that. They were very good. Made it obvious that the Browns were the issue. And then defensively, again, they didn't generate a ton of pressure in this game, but when you think uh, about the pressure this defense can generate, you know, I just I love this Rams team, and they, I don't think the 49ers – Really stood a chance in a game this this of this caliber with a quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo, Max. Yeah, I mean, look, looking at the Rams, one thing I want to comment about Matt Stafford is I watched him in the regular season play, and I thought to myself that when they were going through their 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 stump, I, I thought to myself, okay, Matt Stafford's a bit of a turnover machine here. He's going to want to have to, you know, contain the football, hold on to it. He's done better this playoffs. I mean, he he really should have had one in the NFC Championship. He threw a deep ball and. Somehow, Jaquiski Tart had an egregious drop, and that, that made a difference too. But he's doing a much better job hanging on to the football. And, and I, obviously, this is speculation here. Part of that could have been like finding out what he could really do because I because it was obvious Detroit's held him back for all these years. Like, even if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, it's obvious Detroit was a problem. We, we've known this for a while. But, you know, the bottom line is now he's doing a better job to hang on to the football. He's playing better, more complimentary football besides that one play. But if he can do that in the Super Bowl here, that's might just be able the Rams need to win it. I just agree with you. He, again, he led the league in pick sixes throughout the regular season, and he's kind of cleaned it up a little bit going into the playoffs, which has been fantastic for them. But, he, you know, the guy's a gunslinger. He throws the football as hard as anyone else does in the league, and it, it's really special. 
Um, and with that being said, covering last week's games, we have the big game ahead of us. Uh, Super Bowl, why am I blanking on the number? 56. 56, thank you. I think so. <laughs> uh, Rams and Bengals. Uh, right now, the Rams are, in terms of the spread, are a four-point favorite here. Um, and, you know, the over is at 48 and a half. This is all being drafted, by the way. Uh, right now, in the money line, Rams are a negative 200 favorite. And I'm agreeing with that. I, you know, I'll say, I'll say my pick right now. I'm going with the Rams in this game. Um, I, I don't think the Bengals stand a chance. If you look, again, the Bengals have gotten a fantastic run. They've made not the, some of the best decisions in the playoffs in terms of as a team, you know, not turning the ball over, being in the right spot at the right time. I just don't see how the, how the Bengals can survive the Rams in this game. Um, as James Harden just got traded to the 76ers for the bed. No, he did not. Yeah, it just happened. No, he did not. Yeah, it just happened. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> well, wow, okay. Oh, <laughs> I have to address that later. Hope you guys are watching this. That just happened on via podcast. God damn it. Are just you serious? A James Harden next jersey. Ben Simmons is in the trade. Yeah, Ben Simmons got traded to the Nets for James Harden. Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first. Oh, my God. Goodness. Oh my God, goodness. Um, I, I we'll get back to that after, but well, that's go- to quite the turn. <laughs> um, going into this again, Rams have a fantastic pass rush, and they're going to absolutely destroy the Bengals. I think offensive line, the Bengals offensive line, doesn't have a chance. Who has the, who has the advantage of wide receiver? The Rams do. I think they have a better wide receiver court. Who has the advantage? Of- Are you sure the, ba- I, the Jamar I, Chase? I think Cooper and Tyler Boyd. Cooper Cup is is better than than. Uh, Fair. Jamar Chase. Odell is better than T. Higgins, I, I believe. If they had, if they still have Robert Woods, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I think they have a slight advantage at wide receiver four. Absolute advantage on offensive line. Absolute advantage on defensive line. Absolute advantage in the secondary. Uh, I'd say linebacker core is relatively slight advantage for the Rams. Quarterback, I'd say it's relatively even based upon play during the playoffs. You know, one can be better than the other. Uh, and then coaching-wise, I'd say the Rams have the advantage. I just think the Rams have the advantage on so many fronts. That I just think I, I, I just think they're going to take this game. Uh, you know, I wouldn't say pretty handily because it is Super Bowl. There's going to be a lot of a lot of play around here uh, in terms of you know the Bengals are probably going to step up into the situation. It's going to be a close game. I, I don't doubt it's going to be a close game. I just think the Rams had just one out because they just they're just better on every single front. Max, All right. on its side. <laughs> here, here's a, okay. I, I'm just going to say that everything I say about this game is going to be biased because I still. I'm pretty bitter about us barely, the Titans barely losing to the Bengals because we easily could have been here just saying. But anyway, when I look at this game, on one hand, nothing in the NFL makes sense this year. The Bengals winning this will just be the perfect cap off to what a crazy year this has been in terms of unpredictability and just, 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 the, just the sheer craziness that's ensued. But I feel like it's my job to look at things objectively here. And when I remember watching the Bengals play against the Titans, on the tre- in the trenches, they were completely dominated. Nine sacks given up. The Rams are going to be, be as maybe bigger of a challenge with Vaughn Miller, Leonard Floyd, and Aaron Donald on the other side. I don't see how they, they can contain that. I think Joe Burrow is going to be under a, a lot of duress the entire game. That, that's for sure. But also, when you look at this Bengals offense, look beyond their, like, their exterior. There are some issues with this team. Number one, they don't, besides the offensive line, they don't really score that much in the red zone. They, they kick four field goals in both the, in the first two games. They, they kick, no, they kick four field goals in all three games. And 
and then the first game they had two touchdowns second game they had one touchdown the third game they had two so like when they get down into the red zone their scoring is not very good and and if Matthew Stafford can make play even half as well as Ryan Tannehill played in the in the divisional round which he should the Rams are going to win this game and again nothing makes sense I mean if Matt Stafford does make that mistake the Bengals right back in it, but just looking at everything, and I, when I look at it from a football perspective, which is which is unfortunately what you have to do, I, I think the Rams, I, I have to take the Rams on this one. Undoubtedly. Again, the Bengals have gone on this run, but in terms of the talent, you got to go with logic here, not your emotional Joe Burrow story. I don't know how you can bet against the, the Rams in this one. When you look at it from like pure football, you can't. I don't think you can. And, you know, I mean, what do you guys think? It's going to be a good, it's going to be a fantastic game. It's really one of the most interesting Super Bowls we've had because it's not Tom Brady filled. It's not a a overpowered number one team coming into this game. Both teams were not the number one seed. Bengals were far from the Super Bowl. I mean, they made an absolutely fantastic run. Yeah, they're both the four seed. So it's going to be a good game, no doubt. Um, That being said, I literally can't get over this Harden trade. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, I can't believe that happened right now. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up our our podcast because I mean we both have our predictions in. We're both going Rams. Go Rams money line here. Um, A lot of good bets on DraftKings if you guys are betting. A lot of boosted odds, some good stuff there. Uh, That being said, uh, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, leave them down in the comments. Uh, Thank you guys for watching. Hope you guys enjoyed. See you guys next time uh, as we'll be covering what happened in the Super Bowl.